0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This one is my 80 days to 10K challenge where I'm laying out the whole format, all my ideas, and everything to do with my finances. So I hope you all enjoy this episode. It's a deep dive into where I'm at right now financially, where I'd like to be at, how I'm setting my goals, and how I'm going to my, turn my desire into gold, referencing Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Uh, This video, uh, this podcast rather, was originally a video and it is on my YouTube channel. You may want to go and check that out as well as I'm using the whiteboard to explain a lot of what I'm talking about. Works well in just audio format too. So I hope you all enjoy listening to this and feel free to go out and check the YouTube version of this also. So essentially in 2020, you know, it was a great year for me, all things considered. I learned a lot about video editing, started a podcast, connected with a amazing group of other creators and just overall great people through Instagram, through YouTube, Facebook, through social media and the internet in general. It was a great year, spent a lot of time with my mom, really uh, learned a lot about diet, about health, about how to live a healthier life, all those things. They were all great. And I'm happy 2020, it was a success for me. It was a good year, which I'm grateful for because it was a crazy year. And a lot of things could have went wrong as they did for a lot of people that year. So I'm thankful to have made it out of 2020 safe and, uh, and confident and happy and healthy, right? With that said, all playing no work makes Jack a poor boy. So I wouldn't say 2020 was no work for me, but I didn't hold down a job. Um, I didn't do as much work as I could have doing gig economy jobs, right? Food delivery, that was something that blew up right when the pandemic started and stayed pretty consistent throughout all of 2020. But I didn't really capitalize on that opportunity as much as I could have. What else? eBay and e-commerce, I did really well with that at the beginning of the pandemic time, but then it kind of tapered off for me and I took a big break in the summer as I spent some time at the family farm, so I stopped selling on eBay entirely. Uh, You know, it was a good year, there was a lot of play involved though, right? I just kind of enjoyed myself and did what I could to stay creative, to stay creating, and overall just to, to keep a positive outlook on life, right? A lot was going on in 2020 as we all know, And so I did what I could to stay level-headed and to stay focused, but with all of that said, I racked up a fair bit of debt. So let's get into a bit more of the details and some more of the numbers. So when I was going into this year, 2021, I took inventory of all my my finances, my income, my my debt owing, and so I came up with the number $8,000. That is what I essentially need to pay off so that I can finish the rest of the year of 2021 debt free, right? This kind of debt, has, it's been a little bit of a burden on me and it's kind of been growing and growing into 2021 now. And it's gotten to the point where there's no need for it. I can just pay off all the debt and continue to go forward living a debt-free life unless it's debt that I'm going to leverage for business or something like that. But I'll leave that for down the road. Right now, I have a specific number. That number is $8,000, okay? So I had that number written up right here. I put 80 days, that's how I came up with the 80 days as well. Reverse engineering, 80, uh, sorry, $8,000, <laughs> that equals $100 a day. I thought, yeah, that's something I can do. That's something I can do right now. I don't need to work a full-time job seven days a week to generate $100 a day. No, I can do that on my own through, and I'll get into that after, but these, these are pretty much all the methods that you know, that I can utilize to generate that $8,000 in 80 days, roughly $100 a day. Obviously it will change and fluctuate, but that was kind of the vision going into it. And then, and then I changed this number. I changed that number because I started reading Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Now that's a book that maybe some of you are surprised to hear I haven't actually read yet. And so I finally decided to read that book Uh, I did a podcast with a guy named Colin George and he's a huge advocate of Napoleon Hill of Think and Grow Rich and all of that great information. Uh, My good friend Liam Dawson is a huge fan of Think and Grow Rich as well so I've been obviously familiar with the book itself and a lot of the books that I have read on personal development or finance things of that nature or even just the YouTube videos and podcasts distills the information from Think and Grow Rich. So I, I pretty much understood it all, but it definitely pays to go into the specific book and read read the read the original content, right? The the real stuff, the raw stuff from the beginning. And so I turned to Think and Grow Rich, which I actually had two copies of and I've had a few copies, you know, throughout the years, I just never dived into it. So I finally delved into that book, and I got to chapter two, or uh, principle two, or however it's phrased, and that is on desire, right? And then he puts forth a six-step plan on how to turn desire into gold. And it was either step one or step two said, come up with a definite number, okay? Focus and set your sight on a definite number, an exact number. And so I was thinking, I was reading through those steps and thinking through this, and I thought to myself, $8,000 is probably limiting myself, right? And as Jim Quick says, the only limitations that exist are the ones that we put on ourselves, right? That's from his book, Limitless, which I read earlier this uh, in 2020. And so I changed this number to 10,000, which I'll admit, is still probably a limitation I'm putting on myself. I no doubt am capable of making more than $10,000 in 80 days, but that's what I'm going with, that's what I'm sticking with, that's the reality. That's also, it's also a good goal, right? It is pushing my abilities. I mean, as I learned in 2020, it is very easy to just stay home, create videos, do podcasts, and not worry about finances and not make a dollar for, you know many days in a row it's very easy to not make money so this is still a challenge for me let's not kid ourselves right you can judge me all all you want for you know for for putting such a, a small number as a as a goal I mean 80 days is a pretty long time it's pretty much a quarter of a year right but to be very honest with you guys and to be humble I have not done very well financially throughout my life. I mean, I'm very young still, only 22 years of age, 22 and a half, I might add. Uh, But, you know, the only success I've ever really had at generating income has been from employment, summer jobs or full-time employment, right? I've had a few different jobs, uh, production, food production, worked at a hotel as a banquet server, Uh, let's see what else, worked at a thrift store, done a little bit of concrete work here and there. So that's really been my most successful means of generating income. I have sold on eBay for I think two years now, Uh, but it's really been hit or miss, it's been off and on. At the beginning it was great, it was me selling off my childhood toy collection, my Lego, my Star Wars, it was like all profit for me, right? It was great income, it was great extra income, what i failed to do was like reinvest that money what i failed to do was to continue to generate more income right it was just kind of like you sold your inventory and that was it i did start sourcing at thrift stores but to be again to be very honest with you guys i never did very well at actually tracking my expenses when i was sourcing inventory for thrift from thrift stores and especially with Amazon FBA and with books, I was not really making that much profit on the items that I was reselling. So it was quite a bit of work and not a lot of payoff, right? But all of this stuff, all of my experience, all of my past, I can complain about it, I can judge myself for it and pinpoint all the areas where I didn't do well, or I can just accept that all of this has been great experience, especially the eBay work, the e-commerce, you know, it's taught me a lot. All of this has been great experience and I've built myself up to a point where I am today, at only 22 years old, where I'm able to start, to finally start to set goals like this and to achieve them and to just create, you know, a a staircase to creating income, right? Going upwards. Normally, this is how I've operated, right? Make some income, spend it. Back down, this line down here, this is zero dollars, right? This is broke. This is, this is where I'll be at after I pay off my debt, right? My debt includes my, uh, my car loan as well, right? Which is, you know, another mistake, sort of mistake that I've made. A lesson, right? Not a mistake, but a lesson. Okay, I had a car that I got from my grandfather, totally paid off. It would have been still driving perhaps today, Right? But that's where we get into this. The car that I have now is reliable as hell. It is extremely cheap on gas. So it's the perfect car for me to be doing Instacart and DoorDash and for me to be driving around and everything. But you know, it comes with car payments that I have to make and that's included in my debt, right? You know, I did have a vehicle, it was totally paid off. I technically could have still been driving that bad boy and uh, making money with that and actually having less debt to pay off, but it is what it is. I'm thankful for the car that I do have. But anyways, this down here, this is where I'll be at once I pay this off, right? I'll be back at broke, but essentially, so I'm really just continuing this pattern right now, but this is how it is, right? Make some income, summer job in high school, I did really well with my first summer job in high school. I had no bills to speak of, right? I had that car that my grandfather gave me, so that was paid off. I had no bills. And I even started becoming <laughs> a little bit anti-social in so far as that I stopped really going out to party with friends. So I wasn't really spending money uh, on, on, the, on the party goods, if you know what I'm talking about, right? So I was saving money. I was just playing video games in my spare time. It was good it was a good life you know I was living with my mom as I still am but <laughs> it was a good life and so I made a lot of money the first two summers of working at the propane production facility as a summer job did a lot of overtime I was doing well but make money spend it all back to broke right I went back to broke just spending money a lot of what I spent those first uh Few paychecks of my summer jobs, of my first time, my first experience working, was on sneakers, was on clothing, uh, collectible items, was on cool stuff, right? Which I'm thankful for because even though I went back down to broke, back down to zero, I actually uh, was able to go back up, right, and generate some more income eventually by selling a lot of the sneakers that I had put money into with the money from my first summer job, right? So I was able to, through then I was starting to get into reselling, right? So started with, like I mentioned, my childhood collection of Lego, Star Wars toys, all that great stuff, some of which I still have, okay? And we'll get into that, that's a part of my my income that I'm gonna be making to pay off this 10K, all right? To pay off the 8K and generate a bit extra income. Uh, So, but anyways, you know, reselling a lot of the items I bought with this money here, and then, you know, back down to broke, right? The reason I keep going back down to broke is because I've never been very disciplined when it comes to work, right? Again, I'm so young, so I blame it on that, but, you know, in reality, I, and I think about this too, if I'd have stuck with this first summer job, kept saving and saving, I could have, uh, I could have been on a path like that and just gone straight up and not having to keep zigzagging. But I'll tell you this, every time I went up and came down, this just resembles experience. Okay? This doesn't resemble, it sort of does, but I don't like to judge myself too much, right? You know, this, this doesn't so much resemble making money and being stupid and spending it. I really, and this is true, I really look at it as job experience, making money, good, and then spending experience, you know, spending money, but doing other things, right? Doing hobbies, taking time off, learning skills. So even these dips, they're okay, especially because this is pretty much it for my life, right, my working experience can be summed up in maybe one extra one, right? But probably like three or four peaks of generating income and then spending that income. Right, so it's not that bad, it's not like my, let me erase some of this. It's not like my whole life has been, you know, up and down, 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 like 40 peaks and valleys, right? It just isn't the case. This has been, you know, about four peaks of generate money, spend the money. And so, and then one final peak, which I'll get to right now, So this is where we're at. It was some healthy peaks and valleys when I, my first working jobs. And then I started getting into a bit peaking and then dipping below that zero dollars, below that broke line and actually accumulating some debt, right? That's when I started to get credit cards. Another beautiful thing about my first time working, my first few summer jobs is I didn't have credit cards. So again, I was saving money but also the only money I could spend was the money that I had. Once I started getting into credit cards, I, I was taking on smart amounts of debt, paying things with my credit cards, you know, getting rewards for my money. It's smart to do that, but it was taking me a little bit of time to, uh, to get back up, to get back up above broke, right? And Then I moved, I moved cities, and just a lot of different changes going on in my life, and I wasn't that consistent with work. Like I was beginning to say, I haven't been that disciplined with jobs throughout my life. I just really have had a pretty big disdain for work and I don't like it. And that's something that is driving me to generate this 10K on my own without, you know, going out and getting a full-time job and working seven days a week to pay this off, right? Which is always an option. Even... Even during this pandemic with, uh, with a b- bunch of changes in the job market, I still obviously, I, st- I still have a really good opportunity to go out and get full-time employment, but that is not the path that I want to take, right? I've always disliked the idea of working. Even though I've had good experiences working, I just I haven't been able to stick with a job for a very long time. I couldn't even really imagine, sticking with the same job for a whole year, right? I just feel like I need breaks. I need breaks to read. There's just so many books on my reading list, and that may sound like an excuse, but it really isn't. In my experience, to fully get the most of an amazing book like Will Durant's The Story of Civilization, right? What is it, a 12 12 book collection? Something crazy like that. I mean, there's amazing writings I would love to read from Freud, I got Einstein's biography, which is actually a goal. I'm gonna start to read that book after this 80 days. That's kind of a pull motivation for me to get through this, uh, complete this challenge so I can get on with it and start to read some books. But right now, my focus is at $10,000. Therefore, I will not spend any time during these next 80 days reading for fun or reading Einstein's biography. I will only read and consume material pertaining to and relating around money. This is my major focus right now, desire, right? Napoleon Hill, thinking Grow Rich, you must totally desire, you must be able to feel, right? To feel that goal, to feel yourself already having completed it. And so in order to make that happen, I'm just gonna completely revolve myself around this money it's an 80 day challenge. It's not like I'm gonna get all consumed with money and I'm gonna neglect my health or neglect family or neglect relationships to achieve this. This is an 80 day challenge and during these 80 days, I'm gonna completely go all in and focus on the money and then everything else can be you know, brought back into balance Finding an equilibrium, health, wealth, love, and happiness, right? The four pillars of a good life, not just wealth, but incorporating the other three as well. After this 80-day challenge, and then I'm going to get on with the next 80-day challenge. I'll do an 80-day health challenge, right? I'm going to create four challenges in 2021. 80-day challenges pertaining to wealth, which is what I'm starting with. Health, which is what will be next happiness and love, right? The four pillars of the good life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. That's how I'm going to structure 2021. So let's get back into this and finish this off. All right, so we saw the graph here. This is $0. Okay, so right now I have been on this steady decline into the red underneath zero, beneath broke, in the debt, right? So now I need to generate income and skyrocket above this line here, and never dip below the broke line again unless I am leveraging debt for business or for some intelligent purpose that is just gonna skyrocket me even higher above, right? And really what you wanna do, if you understand stocks or day trading or anything like that, you're familiar with the stop loss. So essentially once you are building yourself back up over this broke line, you wanna kinda of put these little stop losses, so to speak. So you wanna invest your money. You wanna have, I guess, just investments. That's the only way to look at it. You wanna have investments here along the way, which sort of act as a stop loss, right? So even if you lose your source of income, even if you start to uh, you know, get in debt a little bit, you're, you're moving this zero line up, right? And creating these sort of stop losses with your investments and with proper savings and all of that and proper you know methods to generate more income so that you can create a staircase going up and never get anywhere near this broke line again. So that is my, that's my whole rationale. So if you're wondering details about you know this $10,000 challenge for me and thinking that it seems kind of silly or thinking that you know if I'm $8,000 in debt, I'm stupid and I should create a plan to get out of it. That's what I'm doing. I hope sharing this all with you uh, is inspiring and helps you out as well. I've put a lot of thought and effort and energy into this and really this is the accumulation of all this experience, all this opportunity, all this time into something that I can finally commit to and utilize to start that staircase, right? In so many ways, in in every way, I am just beginning the rest of my life. 22 years old, you know, I got the whole world ahead of me. I have many different ideas. Some of those long-term goals that are in my head, right? I'd love to have a family base in BC, British Columbia, specifically Vancouver Island, the most beautiful place ever, right? a nice family home where my mom lives or something like that uh, Some place that I can always return to return to because I would like to also travel the world. Iceland is a top country for me to visit. That's where my mom's side of the family is from. I'd love to just pretty much go all over Europe would be amazing. Philippines as well. I now have some family connections to there. That's a place I would love to buy property in and have sort of a vacation home in Philippines. Iloilo is the city that I'd be looking at. If you're a Filipino, shout outs to you. You know what's up. Uh, So, you know, I have these long-term goals that I want to achieve that takes money. So this is really creating the, the stepping stone that gets me on that staircase of generating income, of generating methods for me to keep making income, and really ways for me to just Create the dream life that I desire. So, let's get back to this 10K in 80 day challenge. How am I going to achieve that? All right, let's get into the nitty gritty a little bit. So as you've probably seen here up on the board this whole time, I have uh, all these little things written right out here. Okay, X, restart, So as you've probably seen here on the board as I've been writing, I have these written out right here. And these are the methods that I'm gonna be using to generate this 10K in 80 days. So let's break down each one. So you might have been looking at this first one here, I don't know if you can even see it to be honest, but this first one here, what it says is bottles. Okay, bottles, what does that mean? Well, the first thing that might come to mind for you is collecting bottles right am I gonna be like those hobos that we see with their shopping carts or with their baby strollers baby carriages going down the back alleys on the garbage collection day checking everyone's recycling bin and taking bottles no that's not what I'm gonna do okay that that is a method that hobos use but it's a very limiting method okay that is time you know it work and it does work there's people that that's I guess how they generate all their income because i kind of see the same people collecting bottles in this neighborhood for like the last two years they're always the same people so it seems like that's their full-time job it seems like that's their career okay it works it works if you're down and out and that's all you can think of right as napoleon hill says and the whole thinking grow rich concept it all starts with your thoughts with your ideas so if the only idea you can come up with is to, to, to generate income and to better your life is to collect other people's trash, right? Bottles to money. First of all, let me explain. Maybe you don't live in a place that recycles bottles for money. That, that's what it is, right? It's 10 cents per can, 25 cents per uh, two liter carton or a uh, milk jug or whatever is above two liters. And so hobos take advantage of that and utilize that. But again. I've written that up here. This is such a small little tidbit. I shouldn't even need to include it, but what I wanted to do with this video was humble myself and explain in detail all the ways I'm gonna generate income, right? It's not, it's not cool, it's not trendy to explain a lot of these methods. It's hard work, right? And again, there's. you'll find many videos on YouTube of people making 10K in a month or, you know, a couple trades, a couple day trades, a couple investments, and you can make like a million dollars overnight, 10 million, right? The sky's the limit, you can scale up any of this sort of work, right? So you could look at these methods as limiting, okay? But these are my starting methods. These are my baseline, my foundation. I've took inventory of my life and said, what are all the ways I can generate income right now? Not in the future after I learn how to do proper stock investing, but right now that doesn't take any new learning curve for me to start operating on, right? And so that's how I've came up with all of these methods here. So when I say bottles over here, that does not mean I'm gonna go out and collect bottles. It just means I'm gonna keep an eye out for them, okay? When I'm driving somewhere and, you know, I'm delivering some groceries or delivering food and there's a two liter, empty two liter of pop sitting right there, I'm gonna take that and put in my car because that's 25 cents. And every cent, every dollar is gonna help me Achieve this goal here, right? I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna aim so high that I forget to look low. Okay, I'm, I'm, I recognize that I'm starting from the baseline, so I'm not gonna ignore looking low. Okay, these are all the stepping stones for me. Specifically with bottles, though, where I'm at right now, my mom's condo where she lives, uh, there, there are the dumpsters. Okay, there are the dumpsters that everyone in these two towers goes to to put their garbage and recycling. So what happens more often than not when I'm taking garbage or recycling down there is I'll see in the recycling bin just bottles sitting there. A lot of the times they're a full bag, a full garbage bag full of bottles and nothing else, okay? I'd be kinda stupid to not grab that bag of bottles then go cash it in for for five dollars or however much it may be, right? And those do add up fairly quickly And when I'm going at it that way, just collecting bottles from the dumpster here in the building where I already am, when I park my car, it's right beside the dumpster, pop in, grab a few, you know, a dollar right there, why not do that, right? And all these other methods, most of them at least, involve me going out and driving my car, being out in the city already. It's so easy to just stop at the bottle depot. Okay, so that is my rationale, my explanation of, Bottles, and that's why I wrote that on here, because that extra, you know, five, ten, twenty dollars, that's all going to add up and help me to achieve the 10k goal. So I included that on here. Maybe gives you a little bit of an idea too. You don't have to go full hobo and go out bottle picking everywhere, but just don't forget to aim to look low, right? You aim high, but don't forget to look low. Okay, there's we live in this abundant society. You can literally make money off of people's trash. So don't be afraid and don't forget to, to, to count that in when you're setting goals for yourself, especially if you're just starting out, okay? Which I am. Next one here is Amazon Books, so FBA. What that stands for is Fulfilled by Amazon. Now, I kind of mentioned earlier when I was giving a bit of insight in my work experience and my finance history of how I've made money. You know, I got into selling on Amazon first by, just like with eBay, first by selling books from my collection or books that I've gotten from family members, right? And so that is what, started, mainly d- DVDs actually. My, my family had a lot of Blu-rays and CDs and stuff. Not all of them. Were, were very hot to sell on Amazon, so I didn't bother, but quite a few of them were, were good sellers on FBA. So I sold them all for filled by Amazon. It's a very simple method if you're not familiar with it. Essentially, you take an item that has a barcode that you can scan on your phone, right? So a CD, a book, they're great. You scan it, you, you add it to your inventory, and then you, uh, you sell it, you, you send it into Amazon, Okay? And they store it for you, and then when a sale comes through, through the Amazon seller app, as you can see, no, not many sales this month for me. I haven't really sent in any inventory to them yet, but when the sale goes through, you just see it here, and then they send it to the buyer, and then you make your income at that, right? So it's not, it's never been a huge moneymaker for me, uh, especially once I started having to source items myself. You're going into thrift stores and scanning books seeing what's a good seller or not based on the information you get from the app a lot of the times it was like two dollars per book five dollars per book things that were hot sellers and good money makers were textbooks some textbooks I was able to make about a hundred dollars off of okay per textbook those are really great unfortunately where I live it's gotten so competitive that Every time I go to a thrift store, there is someone there with the fancy wrist scanners, the Bluetooth scanners, scanning books, right? They got an earpiece in, it dings when they got a good seller. And it's just insane. It's pretty difficult, not impossible, no limitations here, right? But it's pretty tricky to generate income off Amazon FBA if you're just going to thrift stores to source and scan books. So going forward, this is not gonna be a very big focus for me At all if anything I would start to maybe do a drop shipping business later down the road using the experience that I do already have with Amazon to create some sort of drop shipping business that may be a path I take in the future but not right now right now the reason I've Amazon FBA up here is because I still have a fair you know amount of inventory with books to sell And I will from time to time. So like I said, it's not impossible to find good books to sell. But, and and since I will be out a lot more driving every single day in my car, I'll I'll stop at thrift stores, I'll keep my eyes open. You know, there's these little lending libraries around the city, which obviously I'm not gonna go to them. You know, they're free, right? They're just free. I'll throw up a picture of them here. If not, I have YouTube videos already of them uh, or on my Instagram you know, they're not there for people to go and get books to resell, but I will keep my eyes open for them because if there's a book in one of those that I can resell on Amazon, I can always replace it with a book that I already have that isn't necessarily a good seller on Amazon. So just a little thing that I'm doing right now, I'm starting from scratch, I'm building myself up, so I'm not afraid to do these kind of sketchy or, uh, you know, look down on methods to generate income. And again, every single dollar helps, so that is my approach with Amazon FBA. I also already have some inventory up there that's just been there for for a while now, but overall that's not gonna be a main focus of mine. What is going to be a big focus, and one of my biggest revenue generators, if not the biggest, is Instacart, right here. Grocery delivery okay? If you're not familiar with Instacart, I'll be making more videos throughout this challenge documenting my experience with it and showing how much money I am making on it and I guess sort of the ins and outs. Whenever I can find time to create content around Instacart, I'll be sure to to do that and to share with you all the process of doing Instacart, but that is going to be probably one of the biggest generators of income for me, if not the biggest. And so that involves me driving my car. Like I said, it's low on gas, uh, cheap cheap for gas, so it it works out very well. Um, I'm not going to include all the nitty gritty stuff of like money I spend on gas throughout this whole process. I'm not gonna include the money that I inevitably have to spend on food while I'm out here doing work. That's just kind of gonna be accounted in it all, right? That's just the way of life. I'm not gonna get so extreme that I'm documenting every cent in and out, right? But I, I am going to be aiming to keep those expenses to a minimum. Uh, I have most of my expenses down to a minimum as is, right? I spend time between here at my mom's house or at my dad's house. These are the two places that I live in the city here. And so I don't technically need to pay rent. Of course, after this 80 day challenge is done, after I start to create better streams of income and, you know, start building that staircase up towards more and more wealth, I fully intend to just repay everything that my parents have ever done for me financially and otherwise. So right now, you know, you could look at it as I'm taking advantage of living with with them, but you know, they understand my situation. They understand the hard work I'm putting into everything and, what I'm going to be able to reap, right, with with what I'm sowing right now. And they're gonna be able to reap what I'm sowing as well. Tied into Instacart is DoorDash, okay? So I'm keeping it down to these two apps. There are many other apps, especially for food delivery. There's Skip the Dishes, there's Uber Eats. Um, That's kind of the main ones here where I live in Canada. Uh, You know, there are other gig economy apps to be making money, but these two are what I'm most familiar with, Instacart especially, DoorDash as well, will be there just for those moments where Instacart, I'm not getting any orders or it's a slow time, I'm gonna have Instacart, DoorDash as well that I can go into that app and generate some, some money doing DoorDash as well, but Instacart sort of is gonna be that main focus for making Income and those are the two that are most related to actually working a job. Got to go out there, be disciplined, set time frames for me to go out and work, and uh, just go out there and get it. It's truly amazing to be able to do work like Instacart and DoorDash. You can make, you know, full-time job income and beyond, and you can do that with no experience. You can do that without someone looking over your shoulder, and you can do it as little or as much as you want. So it's truly an amazing opportunity and those are both gonna be two of my main sources of income throughout this whole challenge. All right, so moving on, we got eBay and Facebook Marketplace, which it's really looking more and more like Facebook Marketplace is gonna take on more of a a bigger place in this whole thing than eBay is going to. eBay is just, it's. Pretty slow process, unless you have some really hot selling items. It takes a little while to get sales. And so, since I have a, a time frame on this, I've got 80 days. I'm going to be looking at selling more of the inventory that I do have quick, quick, quickly, right? Looking for those quick sales. And so, for that, I'm really thinking Facebook Marketplace is going to be a big proponent even more so than eBay for me to be generating income within this 80 day time frame, okay? And even so, like there's been a couple items that I've had on eBay that I just haven't sold, right? They've been listed for, for a year, they're, they're getting views and everything like that, they're a fine item, they're brand new, they're in good condition, whatever. I put it on Facebook Marketplace and there's like 10 people interested in it immediately and I get a sale within a day or two. The only problem with Facebook Marketplace is people like to lowball, so you're probably gonna be selling some of your items at a little bit cheaper of a price than what you could have got for it if you just held out and sold it on eBay, so I'm gonna keep that in mind as well. This is a challenge I've set for myself. No one is forcing me to do this, so I don't have to go all crazy and sell every single thing that I own on Facebook Marketplace just to generate this income in this time frame, right? There's some items like my record collection, comic books, that I could just sell in bulk and say like $100 takes all, put on Marketplace to be a guaranteed sell. I'm not gonna do that per se with those. I'd rather wait with those sorts of items till in the future, till I have a bit more time and a bit more flexibility to just sell them piece by piece on eBay and to do the necessary information and grading these sorts of items and make the most money from them but being patient and taking time. So that's my outlook with eBay and Facebook but I will be listing on both and documenting and sharing with you guys all the items that are selling for me. And then the last one we have over in this corner which you might not be able to see is day trading. And so that's an interesting one. It's an interesting one because it's not one that I have much experience with, although I have a fair amount of knowledge with. My good friend Dylan Proctor is very involved with stocks, with Forex, with trading, Uh, Liam, my friend Liam as well, and just many people that I know actually when I think about it. Uh, And just overall, it's a very, very popular thing if you're on social media or on YouTube and you follow any sort of entrepreneurs or money mindset people, right? There's a lot of information out there about stocks, about trading, and so over time, I've I've generated, you know, fair amount of knowledge around that, but I've never really pulled the trigger, mainly because, you know, like I was explaining my income over the years, I've never really been at a place where I've had lots of money to play with, right? And that's what you want when you're day trading or when you're making some some trades. It can always go the other way. So, it'll be interesting to see how this fits into the whole thing, so theoretically, I could put up a trade tonight if it's a correct one and make this 10K in one day and be done with this whole challenge in a day, right? That's in theory. In practice, I could lose 10K, right, and then this challenge would be 20K in 80 days, which would mentally be much more of a stress for me, still achievable, for sure. Again, no limitations, but I don't want to make this 10K an even bigger number out of necessity, right? I chose this number to pay off debt and because it's one that I I know that I can achieve and then once I achieve that, it'll be a building block for me to achieve more and more and more. I don't wanna get myself in the hole and start to build Negativity around income and money and start to feel stress or burden So I'm keeping this up here in case there is an opportunity that comes to me That seems like a sure deal and make sure that I'm not risking, you know, sure deal famous last words, right? I understand that that may sound very novice and foolish, but I'd make sure to not risk anything more than $50 to $100 so I'm talking like penny stocks or maybe like you know investing in NEO for a day and making you know $20 on the stock right because i can predict that it's you know going from 60 to 80 or whatever it may be or holding NEO from the beginning of this 80 days till the end of the 80 days, and predicting that I'll make you know 50 to 100 dollars on that stock. So I'm not talking big money when I say day trading, but just like all of these, the FBA, the bottles, right? It's all about those small amounts of money. So if I can be making, you know, 100 bucks on a couple of day trades over this 80 days, that's all going to help with the 10k, right? But it's not going to be my main focus, and I know that it could. It, perhaps should be my only focus and I could make that 10K and some in just a week, right? But that's not the approach that I'm taking to this. Like I said, my main income is going to be that Instacart and DoorDash. I'm pretty much going to be making this money through my hard-earned efforts right essentially having a job right having a job but working for myself at the same time you know in the future I'll get more involved with day trading I'll start to generate more income and more wealth that way but right now this is the starting block the foundation for me if some day trades come up if some trades come up some short-term holds of some stocks come up for me I'll take advantage of that and that'll add to this challenge but overall I've just thrown that up there as an option, as an option to have in my back pocket and we'll see what unfolds of that. But if you guys are following this journey along the next 80 days, you'll see what comes of all of these methods. And so with that being said, I will begin to wrap up this video with one last detail if you guys are more interested in how this is actually going to work out. so. I wrote this right here: $100 generated a day for 80 days. That's back when I had this number for $8,000. So essentially, that's still the goal, right? $100 a day. But of course, you know, if I just achieved $100 a day, that won't equal 10k. But uh, you know, I guarantee that, that, thats why I have like Amazon FBA, eBay, Facebook Marketplace. Those give me the opportunity to generate $500 a day but it's gonna kind of fluctuate, right? Because with Instacart and DoorDash, I can set a goal like I'm gonna go out and make $100 a day, right? And I can go and achieve that and I can track that. At the end of each day, I'll write in my journal, generated $100 today, I made $100 on Instacart, whatever it is, right? With Facebook Marketplace, with eBay, when I'm selling items, that might be like, I make a few sales over the weekend, right? And maybe I have five days where nothing sells, But then another couple of days, I make $1,000 through sales on those few days, right? So that's going to really fluctuate and add to variation in this. But I'm going to be tracking daily totals for myself. And through these videos, I'll be tracking weekly totals, okay, and I'll make weekly update videos with my totals of what, I, what I'm making each week as the weeks go by. And so that'll really factor in the eBay, the marketplace, the day trades if there is any. And then daily I'll be tracking for my own benefit uh, the, the daily money I'm making with that $100 aim a day. And then every week I'll factor in all the money from all the sources and I'll share that with you guys. And that'll be the whole journey from now until 80 days from now be around Easter time and then I'll move on to the 80 day health challenge which um, I'm sure I'll generate ideas for as, as this challenge goes on so I hope you guys enjoyed this new sort of direction I'm taking with my content this is a uh, you know personal stuff right this is personal interest I'm trying to fix this all up so I can keep going into 2021 and spend more time on doing podcasts on doing other sort of content creation things that don't immediately equal money, but that, you know, uh, create uh, an impact on viewers uh, that add value to the world, add value to myself, and long-term help me build my brand, my personal brand, which will no doubt generate income as the years go by, but doesn't necessarily equal immediate income, right? Dealing with this right now at the start of the year will allow me to mentally engage with other tasks throughout the rest of the year, while still making money as well, of course. So thank you guys for watching this video. I hope you all tune in throughout the next 80 days and follow along my 80 days to 10k journey. Let me know in the comments below what you're looking forward to most in this series and if you have any tips, tricks or ideas as well, or if you're going to do a challenge like this also within this time frame, let me know and we can hold each other accountable and, you know, share our goals with each other and really create a a movement around this, create some really great momentum going into 2021, getting our finances in orders. Thank you guys for watching and until the next video, I'll talk to you soon.